Hey guys, welcome to Wednesday show. Morning studio. Morning. Morning. I do want to start with Lunchbox because he has a theory that he is being targeted by someone. What's happening here? Someone is out to get me, guys. Went out the other morning and I had another nail in my tire. Second one in two weeks. Flat tire all the way to the ground. This doesn't happen on accident. Well, maybe you're driving through right, a yeah. construction zone mm-hmm. on guys. your way to and fro. It's actually... Nails getting in a tire, that is accident. It happens all the time. No, no, no. Two in two weeks, guys. Like, I understand one. Okay, yeah. When it, when have you ever gotten two nails in your tire in two weeks? If I'm driving never. in a construction zone. Never. Is the there a never. construction zone you drive through every day? Uh, I mean, there's a couple here by work. Yeah. but Yeah, that could be exactly. it. You guys drive through those, too. You guys got two nails in your tire in two weeks? He took his car and his tire to a mechanic. I got took it to the tire shop. Okay, here we go. Here's a lunchbox talking to the mechanic. Here's the first clip. Uh, yeah, man, I got a flat tire. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. That's all right. Second time in two weeks. Great. So I think I'm being targeted. Uh, uh, let's go take a look at that. Yeah. Let's get you fixed up today. All right. Uh, so I just want to know if someone's taking a hammer and nailing tires. Just, just putting, putting them in there. Putting them in my tire because, I mean, this one was completely flat. Gotcha. They stealing your lugs, too? Oh, this one right there. Oh. Yeah, one of my lug nuts gone. Whoa. Could it have fallen off? Could it have been through all this tire changing that one? I mean, it could have, but the guy noticed that right away, so he is kind of on to my theory that someone is targeting me. All right, here's the second clip. What's it look like? It wasn't like a, someone was out to get me. I just no, ran over. No, sir. Just, just, just looked like I ran over one? Yes, sir. All right, so I don't have to worry about someone coming get me. Thank you. All right, thank you. Okay, there you go. Sam, Sam. He, he, he was on it, and then he looked at the tire when he took it off, and he said... Nah, just like you ran over, it looks like everything is consistent with what we see all the time is people running over tires. Doesn't look like someone took a hammer to it, so. So we went through this whole bit, and you knew the guy was going to say nothing happened? It's like you just ran over nails. So, but yeah, like we could have not done this whole bit. Could it be the neighbor that the Christmas lights? No, Amy, it's settled. Do you think that anyone is like sprinkling nails? Now that could be. Like maybe they're like, see where I park in front of my house, and then they throw them right out there, and I don't look at them more, and I run over it. Boom. It's a trap. Why do you think people would target you? Fame of where I am, my status. Uh, maybe they don't like the way I park. They don't like my car dirtying up the neighborhood because, I mean, my car is kind of old and ugly, but I don't know. Maybe they don't like the show. <laughs> yeah, probably not. That's probably the main reason. I don't think that's all. Uh, I don't even either. want to put that I think in he probably head. just drives through <laughs> yeah. nails somewhere. You know who else had a car issue was Abby. Hey, Abby, our phone screener. Good morning, Abby. Good morning. Hey, so I want to talk about your situation because uh, you had come out to your car and It was one of the days where it was frozen shut. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my door was frozen. I couldn't open it. When I pulled on the handle, it just like wouldn't open. On your side? Yes. So then what did you do? Okay, so I went around to the other side. I got that open. I crawled over to the driver's side. I was driving and like halfway to work. I drive on a highway, so I'm going like 70 miles an hour. And halfway through, the door like melted or it thawed out and it it came open. Like as, because it was unlatched. And your car door? Yes. Came open. It was as you're driving cr- 70 miles an hour down the highway. Yes. It was it- cracked open and the light said door open. And I was like, oh my gosh. So I grabbed onto it. And I, I thought as I was like driving, it was going to like the wind was pulling it open. That was terrifying. Because I couldn't, where was I going to stop to slam it? So well, let me get this straight. The door didn't like go wide open. It did not go all the way open. No, but I, I don't could know see- whose story yeah. I had could see the more know. promise and delivered less. <laughs> I know, I know. 
Because they both Wait, had something at the beginning, and then the wave came crashing down. I feel down like on both if her door had like flung open on the highway, it, it won't rip it, it off. It won't. It oh, it won't. I one time when I was sixteen, the hood of my car flew up. That's, that's, that's different. different. <laughs> that's scary. Mine was scary too. I could see the light uh, right there. The light. To, I could see the light outside, like the crack open. Oh, oh from heaven. heaven yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not very strong. I didn't well, know if I could. Welcome oh. to anticlimactic morning. <laughs> Oh. Well, thank you both for your stories. I appreciate that. They both said they had a good car story today. And then there we go. They there we good. go. Over to. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it is time to open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. I listen to your show every morning. I heard you talk recently about running into Cheryl Crow at dinner and how you were nervous to go up and talk to her. I had a similar experience with someone else. I was visiting my sister in New York and saw a celebrity at the airport. I won't name names, but they were recently on a Netflix show I loved, so I really wanted to ask them for a picture. They were sitting alone at the terminal next to me, and I finally got the courage to go up and say hello and ask for a selfie. When I went up to them to get their attention, they just pointed at their headphones, implying they didn't want to be bothered. It didn't look like they were on the phone with anyone, I think they were just listening to something. You know, I was really let down because I'm a genuine fan. I followed your rule. They weren't eating or with kids. So my question is, is it wrong to go up to a celebrity if they are wearing headphones? And would you be less of a fan now after this experience? That's from Heather T. Well, let me restate my rules that you can go up. I feel like you can go up to anybody and say hello if they're not with their kids and they're not eating. But that doesn't mean they have to be nice back. That's what stinks. Because someone can go, hey, I don't want to take a picture. I'm sick. I don't like how I look right now. So someone has the right to say no. But I think you also, in a public place, have the right to go up and be like, hey, I'm a big fan. Because 95% of the time, they're going to say yes. And most times, people like it if you tell them you're a big fan. I I encourage people. If you see somebody you're a fan of their work and it's an appropriate setting, go up and be like, hey, I'm such a big fan of your work. And if it feels appropriate, ask for a picture. They have the right to say no. But it's okay that you asked. So would I be less of a fan? Probably. There are a couple <laughs> artists Awkward. that I yeah. really like but just aren't <laughs> nice people. And I've had to separate music from person in a couple instances. And so it takes a second to do that. But I was l- less of a fan at first, for sure. But then once you realize, hey, not everybody famous is a good person. Or people have bad days. Yeah, but this person here. Mm. No, I don't know the story. But yes, somebody could be sick. Somebody could have some, someone could just told their aunt is sick. So I would say you were right to go up, but they're also right to say no if they want to say no. And you're right to be less of a fan if you want to be. That's up to you. You get to pick who you're a fan of or not. But yeah, people have bad days. I have bad days. Um... This person didn't even take their earbud out, though, and be like, oh, okay, hi, thank you. Like They were, like, pointed to their earbuds and, like, shooed them away, basically. That's why I'd be less of a fan, probably. Yeah. Maybe they were on a call, though. Yeah, you know, some people call. have those. She's, well, they said they didn't think oh. they were on a phone call, but. Do we know who the celebrity is, Mike? Did they put it in, like, well, now I need to know. Secret Ink or something? Yeah, come on. I mean, just think of Netflix shows. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> huh, Narcos? We'll narrow it down. <laughs> Ozark? There's so many. Okay, Love so Harvey. my answer is you're fine. Go up to people. Most people that create like to be told you enjoy what they're creating. And as much as you have the right to approach someone, they have the right to say no. It stinks when they do, and it's embarrassing. I've been told no before. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. The guy from you? Oh, could be. Uh, pin bad. Oh yeah, yeah. Whatever. I'm just, I literally am just looking at the Netflix home screen, and that popped up. So I, <laughs> Poor I went guys to it. now getting put on. All right, so that's the email. Uh, do as you wish. Ninety nine percent of the time, ninety five percent of the time, they're going to say yes and no problem because they know they're in public, and that's what they have to do. All right, thank you. Close the mailbag. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Let's talk to Donald in Louisiana, who's on the phone. Hey, Donald, what's going on? Um, I was calling um a little girl. She's ten. She uh she's into TikTok. She's on TikTok. She has over uh, three thousand followers. Wow. And I was just wondering um if I should be a little worried because I really don't know nothing about about TikTok. You know, I know Facebook and Instagram, but TikTok, uh, I I, I know nothing about. Yeah, yeah, and she's ten. She's ten. Um, and there's no videos of her actually on the TikTok. She just she loves to edit, and that's what she's doing. She's editing uh, like anime videos. Wow. Well, first, if there's no videos of her and she's only editing videos and putting them up there, that's pretty cool, and that's something you can actually support her in doing while also monitoring the messages that are coming in to her. The thing is, people don't know she's ten, right? Correct. Correct. So you're gonna avoid the creepos who go, oh, here's a 10-year-old kid, let me send him a message, if they don't know she's 10. And she also has some sort of talent or skill that she's developed at this young age. That I mean, I think this is actually a good thing. First of all, how'd she get on TikTok at 10 to begin with? Anybody have that question? Yeah. yeah. Does, she, does she have a phone? She does have a phone. She does and, have a phone. And yeah. she downloaded the app and set up an account, and did you know she was doing this? Yeah, well, I my wife the one who set her up with it, you know, just to watch videos and stuff. And then she started, like, editing since she was probably, like, eight. You know, she started editing videos. Well, this is what I'll say, and then I'll let Amy speak on this, too, because Amy has a a teenage daughter. I think it's great. I think as long as you're watching what she's doing, she's not posting videos of her dancing as a 10-year-old in in the video where dudes could be like, hey, 10-year-old, let me send you a creepy message. If she's creating art, that's pretty cool. Just monitor her account, see what she's sending out and receiving, and let her keep doing her thing. She may want to do this for the rest of her life. She may have found, like, her her chosen profession. Um, I think it's good. If she were doing dance videos, it would be a whole different story, and I would say something different. But she's not. So that's what I'm going to say. Amy? I just think, yeah, the fact that you're getting curious about it is the is the next right step for you. And, yes, getting involved in some way and being aware and checking her phone and just going through the comments is the best way to proceed because she is still young and while people don't know she's 10 then people might think she's older and who knows who's going to reach out to her any social media should just be monitored by parents even if it is for her hobby monitor but encourage all right have have a good day donald let me run through some voicemails here this is a voicemail about lunchbox's neighbor and the christmas lights because your neighbor came over to you it was a little passive-aggressive about you taking your lights down. Yeah, just let me know. I'm the only house in the neighborhood with my lights still up. Here's a voicemail about that. I have an idea pertaining to Lunchbox's neighbor with the Christmas lights. Lunchbox borrows Eddie's 12-foot inflatable Santa <laughs> and puts it in his yard and sees if the neighbor comes back with any ideas. Oh, my. Are you Hilarious. still upset about this? I'm still upset. Like, I still couldn't believe it. The lights are still on because they're on a timer, so I haven't taken them down. They still go up every night at, like, 5 p.m., but, yes, really annoyed. Are you going to do anything now because of this? Are you leaving them up longer? Leaving them up longer. People are like, you should add more, but I don't have any more. Oh. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Here is Seth from Ohio. I'm 
calling in to tell you guys, I love your show. You guys are great. I'm telling you right now, if I didn't have you in the morning, I don't know what I would do. Coming to work, I'd probably turn around and drive right back home. You guys get me woke up in the morning, and I love to hear the good news. I appreciate you. Thank you. Appreciate that call. Wow. You should quit your job if we get taken off the air. <laughs> you That's might. what I'd like to see. <laughs> yeah. You might. Here's one more. Good morning, studio. So first of all, I'd like to identify myself as young listener number three. I'm 21 years old, and I'm from Nebraska. And I just wanted to talk about, Bobby, you were mentioning desserts that you like, and you said anything without peanut butter. And I used to love peanut butter. However, I had COVID about a year ago, lost all my taste and smell, gained it back. Peanut butter and lettuce now taste awful. I just wanted to see if other people had symptoms like this. It's just peanut butter and lettuce. They taste like dirt. Morgan, does she experience this? Eddie, anyone else? Just checking in. Morgan, you still don't have your smell. I don't have my smell, but I haven't had any issues with taste, which is really good for me. So can't say anything tastes like dirt. Is anything starting to creep back into your smell? Like, do you almost smell something? If I stick it literally right on top of my nose, I can smell it, but it has to be right there or there's no, there's literally no thing that I can smell. Are you, are you really wanting your smell back? Are you cool with it? Just not ever coming back. I've just kind of accepted. People are sending me things that I can do. I was like, this is too much work to try and get my smell. Right now, I don't have to smell anything bad. So why would I try and get it back? So I'm pretty cool with just leaving it as it is. And if it comes back, cool. If it doesn't, then I'll just live like this. Eddie, you lost (laughs) just my smell, not my taste. So peanut butter still tastes the same to me. I mean, everything tastes the same to me. And my smell came back a year later. I mean, I was just like Morgan for a whole year. Crazy. Yeah. All right. Thank you for the call. You guys can always call the voicemail line 877 Bobby. Bobby Bonshaw. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 second skinny. The 2022 iHeart Country Festival was announced. Thomas Rhett, Carrie Underwood, Zach Brown Band, Marin Morris, Dustin Lynch, Jimmy Allen, Scotty McCreary, and Cody Johnson are all set to perform with Bobby Bones hosting. Tickets go on sale Friday, February 4th. Dolly Parton is releasing a line of cake mixes and frostings with the brand Duncan Hines. The flavors will be some of Dolly's favorites like coconut cake and banana pudding cake. The mixes are on sale today at DuncanHines.com and they will hit store shelves in the spring. Keith Urban added five new dates to his Las Vegas residency. They will be March 25th through April 2nd. Tickets for the show go on sale this Monday. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. Last week, I talked about how people were donating to local animal shelters in honor of Betty White's 100th birthday, which would have been on January 17th. We have an update. Almost 400,000 people used Facebook and Instagram to donate to the hashtag Betty White Challenge, raising an incredible $12.7 million for animal shelters and rescues all over the country. Just from the B team, there were over $45,000 donated. Wow. Because like a couple weeks out, we were talking about it, and I was able to hit up a couple of my friends who work at shelters who I said, hey, if you guys want to donate to this shelter or this shelter, and combined there were $45,000 in people who had put the word B team in their donation. Awesome. Oh, which wow. is which is really cool. Uh, two Philadelphia shelters brought in 100000 bucks. This is separate from us. A Los Angeles zoo charity received a $70,000 donation. And an Arkansas shelter was flooded with over $12,000. So Betty's team put out a video and was like, hey, she would have loved it. Happy birthday to her. Just think it's great that animal shelters are getting that money, but also that Betty White, even though she wasn't alive, was still able to make that happen. Mm -hmm. That's pretty cool. That's what it's all about. 
That was Tell Me Something Good. We started watching Ozark. Did you? Yes. Yeah, in the final season? Yeah. And I, I feel like I need to go revisit the... the did you watch the, the reminder? Re- yeah. Yeah. You didn't, though. Here's the thing about Amy watching shows. She doesn't really watch shows. She, you turn a show on, and then you do other things. You treat it almost like a podcast, and then you don't even really listen to it all the way. And then you come on the show, and you're like, I'm confused at what happened. <laughs> is that accurate? Yes or no? <laughs> yes, I it would is, say yes. TV shows are more like, yeah, audiobooks for me. But if you're not watching and you're not paying attention fully, you're going to lose out on a lot. Yeah. Like, I missed that one thing you told me happened in uh, Station Eleven. I still got to go back and check that out. The birth scene. Oh, yeah. It was wild. Yeah. I they showed no a baby idea. coming out of a mom. Oh. The whole out of thing. nowhere. It would just flash to it. And I was like, no. <laughs> I've gone my whole life trying to avoid seeing this. <laughs> I can't believe they showed they it. They showed it. Yeah. And that's not a spoiler. No, not it at all. It just was a random scene. Yeah. And it just, it just and put I, it on me quick. Yeah, I missed it because I was treating it like an audiobook. Well, Ozark's back, which is pretty cool. We're one episode in. But they're splitting it into two for the final season, which is weird. They just call it two seasons. Right. But uh, we're watching that. Seinfeld is big on Netflix now. It's not as big as The Office or Friends was, but they're talking about how big Seinfeld is. And most people that are watching were not even born when Seinfeld started, which was, you know, back in 1989. Wow. So I guess, Morgan, you were born in what, 93? 93, yeah. So Seinfeld had started before you were born. Boom. That's the emoji where the head (laughs) blows. And go, mind blown. Wow. Yeah, I never watched it. Are you watching it now by any chance? I've thought about it. People people say for, I should watch that one and How I Met Your Mother, both of which I never watched. Millions of viewers have been binging Seinfeld, which was added to Netflix roster on October 1st, and became one of the most streamed classic series of the year. According to Nielsen, and they talk about most people that are watching it, 34 or younger, were not even born when the show started. I saw that someone had done the math based on all the money that Jerry Seinfeld has made from the show and syndication and whatnot that line by line, he basically made $30,000 a line. What's the deal with money? Right. Oh. So like every sentence. Do I spend it? Yeah. Do I save it? <laughs> ah! He buys cars. Yeah. Ah! Seinfeld overrated, underrated, or just right? Because Seinfeld, according to most folks, is one of the most definitive comedy series of all time. Of the 90s, probably people would put it at number one or number two. Yeah. Over, under, or just right? I think it's just right. I think it gets the proper praise. Uh, Overrated, if you ask me. Oh, Oh. really? That doesn't mean it's not good. Wow. And I think it's good, and I would watch it if it was on TBS. I never watched it when it was on NBC. Yeah, NBC. NBC, yeah. I never watched it, um, but I'm going to go overrated by about 25%. Wow. Still one of the big shows of the 90s, but to me, it doesn't compete with Friends. Mm -mm. No. And some people put it up there at number one. But I go over, you go just right, Eddie. I'm going to go just right. because I mean, it is brilliant comedy, but sometimes it's just a little too over everyone's head because it's really smart comedy. I think it's just right because the people that love it, love it. The people that don't even know about it won't watch it. Morgan, I think we should put you on a Seinfeld watch and see if you like it. Okay. At, at how old are you? I'm 28. The, the first season kind of sucks. It's like any show. It doesn't really... Kind of get its groove until midway through the second season. But you need that character development. You do. Yeah. And you need to watch the first season because yeah. you learn about who they are. But it's like The Office. If someone starts watching The Office and they just, and they watch the first season, they go, "I don't get it." I'm like, "But once you watch it all the way through, you'll love the first season even more because of the struggle through the first season." Yeah. So, will you watch Seinfeld? 
I'll give it a try. Remember, it's a show about nothing. Yes. Mike, how many episodes are in the first season? Because I think that's going to matter what, what we put Morgan on. I think you should watch, what is today, January 26th? I think you should, you'll have until the end of March, right? Okay. So this is going to be an extended, to finish the first two seasons. Okay. I think I can do that. I'm a pretty pretty good binge watcher. There's only five episodes in season one. Okay. Oh, oh that's good. So you'll do that easy. Okay. Are they like 30 minutes or an yeah, hour? Yeah, they're 30 minutes. Okay. Yeah. So they're like 22 minutes because no there were commercials built Even in. Even better, mm-hmm. yeah. So watch the first two seasons and then we'll check back in and see if you like it or not. Okay. What happens if I finish it like really quick? Great. I hope you watch all of it. Okay. I mean, season two, there are there only like 12 episodes. Wow. So this will be nothing. Okay. You watch all the Avengers movies in like an hour. Yeah. I don't know how you did that, but you'll be fine. Hey, let me say this too. You can go over to our website. Go to bobbybones.com, keyword rules. We are giving away a trip. Three days, two nights to Austin, Texas. Airfare, hotel, tickets to the show. And the show I'm talking about is our iHeart Country Festival presented by Capital One. Let me read you the artist. Amy, are you ready? Ready. Carrie Underwood. Carrie Underwood. You have to repeat it. Just go, oh. Ooh. So, wow. <laughs> I don't need to repeat. <laughs> Carrie Underwood. I was saying, when mics were off, I was like, hey, this is a really great lineup. And Amy goes, yeah, and you mean it this time. <laughs> well, I mean it every time, but this one's even greater. It's really good. Well, it's kind of like the, every season of The Bachelor is like, this is the best rose ceremony ever. Yeah, and some of them I like, some of them I really like, just a little less than other ones I really, really like. <laughs> but this is the best one, I think. It's Carrie Underwood. It's Thomas Rhett. Ooh. Yeah, Zach Brown Band. Ah. Marin Morris, ah. who's going to be in on Friday. Dustin Lynch, Scotty McCurry, Cody Johnson. Uh, this also says Jimmy Johnson, but I think that's... Jimmy, Jimmy Allen. Allen. I think it's Jimmy Allen. Yeah. And, and Coach Jimmy Johnson's probably going uh, <laughs> to not show up. With his good hair. Yeah. Um, so, win a trip to this. Go to bobbybones.com, keyword rules, and come to the show. It's all and it's, it's you really free. could win. When we're at these shows, sometimes when we do like different things backstage, there might be someone back there at a private event. It's like, how'd you get here? They're like, oh, we won tickets. Mm-hmm. We have a hotel. We got flight. And so like, it really does happen. That's how I met Mike. Mm-hmm. Mike Dean. Really? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is really funny. Eddie tells me, hey, listen, I've been cheating the system a little bit. What do you think he's been cheating, Amy? I don't know. Games here. Or taxes? Whoa. <laughs> what do you think, a lunchbox? <laughs> Easy. <Whoa>. If he's <laughs> cheating taxes, I don't think this is where he's going to say it. I start crying. Yeah. I cheated my taxes. Well, that wasn't it, but he has. Uh, gambling somehow? Oh. Okay. Lunchbox, what do you think Eddie's cheating? Man, Eddie cheating. In, so we know it's not the wife. We know it's not. <laughs> yes, yeah, not the wife. Gosh, man. What do you do? What do you do in your life? Cheating your mortgage. Nope. Nope. Got to pay that. He's in the right direction, though. What do I do in my life? Eddie, what have you been cheating? So since my wife started working, guess what? I'm doing the laundry, right? I'm in charge of the laundry. Well, I hate spending all day doing the laundry, and then the kids come home, and then they start taking all their clothes off and throwing in the dirty clothes. I would imagine with four kids, a wife, and yourself, that there's a lot of laundry to do. After, like, three days, I mean, you're talking about mountains of laundry. So... As soon as I see them take their clothes off, I grab it, I throw it in my closet. And then the next day, I just hang it back up. I don't wash it. <laughs> <laughs> so they're thinking, they're like, oh, my new shirt that, like, daddy just washed. No, uh-uh. You're not going to wear a shirt for two hours and then throw it in the dirty clothes so dad can do the laundry. Uh-uh. I'm hanging it back up. D- what if it smells bad? Uh, I do a smell test quickly. If you throw it in the closet, does it wrinkle? A little bit. Do you shake the wrinkles out? Do you dryer the wrinkles? Absolutely. You get that shirt and you... 
and get that wrinkle out. And they haven't noticed? No, not yet. I've been doing it for two weeks. Have they? Has it saved you a lot of time in laundry? Oh my gosh, Bones, you're talking hours, hours of laundry that I'm not having to do just by hanging it back up. Has it taught you anything about respecting the person that does laundry? Absolutely. I mean, for the last 16 years, my wife has been doing laundry, and I tell her, I, I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry I never helped with the laundry. That is some hard, hard work. Amy, what do you think about that? I mean, as long as he's smelling it, making sure it's good, and yeah. it's just been worn for a little bit, I don't see a problem with this. But I would take it the step further to so where you don't have to, like, be sneaky about it. Why not explain to your kids, hey, you've had this on. Done Stop it. putting it on the floor. Done hang it. it back up. Yeah, done it. I have one kid who is, he's just got a problem. I don't know. I might ask a therapist someday. Like, he has to change every hour. Oh, like, he literally yeah. is like, ah, wore this, wore this shirt for an hour. I need a new one. And so I've told him, dude, you got to stop doing it or I'm going to make you do the laundry. He just doesn't do it. So this is my solution. What were you like as a kid? Oh, I would wear stuff like three days in a row before. Yeah, I loved my pants. Like jeans, I'd wear for weeks, not wash it. I didn't need anything washed. Is you? this hack? Ex- uh, we didn't, I have a lot of clothes, so mostly right, I would try yeah, to wear Eddie. them, not dirty them. But my job was if I had a nice pair, a nice shirt or a nice pair of pants, because I would have like one or two pair of jeans. I would try to not get them dirty, and I would try to figure out if I wear this on Monday, is it, can I wear it again on a Wednesday or Thursday without people making fun of me? Mm. So I was always trying to find that that healthy gauge of being able to wear it twice, sometimes three times in a week, without people noticing I was wearing it three times in a week. Right. It, it's school. Right. And here, I listen, all I wear is sweats anymore. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> yeah. I have the greatest job of wearing sweats. Amy, your thoughts on Eddie's hack? Yeah, I mean, I think it's okay. I think it's fine, and I hope that you can eventually get your kids to where you don't have to sneak it. Have like them that. handle it. I would like that someday. Anything else you want to admit to cheating to? Is there no. anything else? Right now, no. Taxes, No, no, games. don't cheat on those. Do you cheat on games on no. the show, yes do, or no? Do not cheat on games. Okay. I will tell you guys. You've been accused of using the camera to zoom in on my desk. It's not even possible. Okay, making sure. Here's a voicemail from Emma in Idaho. I am a young listener. I started listening two years ago when I was 20. I was driving a feed truck for the University of Idaho feed mill. And uh, you guys got me through the early mornings and the long days. Thank you very much. We appreciate that. I believe that's young listener number five. Uh, Here's another voicemail from last night. Hey, show. I was just wanting to tell y'all, morning corny. What do clouds wear under their pants? Thunder pants. All right, thank y'all. They were under their pants, thunderwear, right? Ooh. Yeah, well, that's good. Right. There's a beef, thunderwear. We have a beef here. It's not, Amy. And I like the joke. You're funny, Amy. Uh, <laughs> here's uh, here's Sarah. Go ahead. I listen to your show every morning. I've had a lot of anxiety problems, so I'm just needing to see how other people cope with it. Amy, have a blessed we'll, day. What would your answer be? We'll both give our answers here. Anxiety, because everybody copes differently, completely, and I do not believe there is just a. You know, a, a rug you can throw over it. Totally what, not. What do you do? Depends on the level as well. But if I feel it coming on, I set down my phone. I'm not on anything electronic. I try to get outside if I can. It might even just be a five-minute walk, getting vitamin D, being near some trees, breathing. Breathing really helps me. I do the four, seven, eight. In for four, hold for seven, out for eight. What about you? I play PlayStation. It's really the only thing that I can do to get my mind off of everything else. Mm-hmm. And I just play Madden football because I'm trying to build my guy. And I'm focused on <laughs> every play. Every play counts. But the key to me and for me is to get my mind off of whatever it is that is giving me anxiety. And so that's what we're trying to do is find ways to have it not sit on us um, as heavily. 
Um, also, I'll exercise if I can, but it's some days I just don't feel like exercising, yeah. even, even if I'm feeling pretty anxious. But for me, I'm just trying to remove my mind from what it is that's that's bothering me. But you breathe. I breathe and, and try I to play walk. Madden. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, but also, I could use that any time. I guess I could be like, oh, I'm, I'm anxious. I need to go play video games. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, here is another voicemail. Suggestion for the show. You guys haven't done it for a while. Confessions, whether husband confessions, wife confessions. Those are hilarious to listen to, and I'm newly married six months ago. All right. Uh, sounds like he was calling from sitting on the outside of the truck there as it was driving down the road. Uh, yeah, we'll do those either later this week or next week. Thanks for the recommendation. Uh, here's one more. This is Peyton. I sang at my talent show in October, and it was a kaji song. It was Cowgirls Don't Cry. And I slowly realized that I wanted to become a country singer, but I have no clue if I should or shouldn't because I have also a photographer that I want to do. Please let me know if you have some advice. That'd be great. Thank you. And you guys are literally the best. It says she's 13 years old here. Here's my advice. You can be a photographer or a country singer or veterinarian or whatever you want. You don't have to decide at 13 years old what you want to be. No. You don't have to decide at 18 years old what you want to be. Uh, some of the most interesting people, as Boz Lerman said, still don't know what they want to be. And they're adults. Mm. Um, but if you want to be a country singer specifically, here's my advice. Go sing every single place you can possibly sing. Restaurants, church, talent shows, over and over and over again. And after you do that for a few years, then hit me up again. But that's what you have to do. My advice is sing as much as you possibly can. But that's cool. It's cool you have something that you think you may want to do. Maybe you could take pictures of you singing. Oh. oh. Yeah, well, I understand. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Here's Amy's pile of stories. Well, we got another one of these where someone donates a kidney to, you know, a significant other, and then they get dumped. Oh. <laughs> yeah, a woman donated her kidney to her boyfriend, and then he dumped her. Yeah, but how long? You don't... I don't know the story here, but you don't owe them your whole life to be with them if you donated your kidney. I know. I agree. But she said that, you know, they were together for six years and she ended up saving his life. They both made a full recovery. And then seven months later, while in Vegas for a bachelor party with some there of his friends go. from church, he cheated. <laughs> that whole sentence is oh. weird. So there's a lot of things in that. In Vegas... Bachelor party, <laughs> friends from church, <laughs> cheated. Seven months later, though, removes you from the, the donation. Regardless of what other kind of shady acts or our boyfriend, girlfriend, that removes you from being in the donation and having a, he just made a mistake or screwed up, had nothing to do with the donation. Yeah, and then she did give him a second chance to get back together and then he dumped her again. Oh. Uh, but it doesn't have anything to do with the kidney is my point. It's so far. I know, if I agree. it was agree. three weeks after, that's kidney. <laughs> that's kidney stealing. But weren't they dating for six years? Yes, but it doesn't mean you have oh, to stay together man. another three months. It helps a little bit though. Oh. A year, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yes, that's that story, I don't like it, but... And he's a, if he's a cheater, we don't even know if he's a cheater. The guy can't even have a voice of his own here. Plus, he went to Vegas with his church friends. That's yeah. <laughs> what bad church friends. That was hard to let him cheat. All right, what else? Okay, so speaking of organs, I saw a headline that said, no amount of alcohol is good for the heart. And I just don't know what to believe when it comes to these reports anymore because we hear that like, oh, one glass of wine is good for the heart. But someone that works... The World Heart Federation said that they think it's imperative to let the people know that alcohol is not good for the heart. And What's like, the World Heart Federation? It sounds like a wrestling organization that didn't quite make it. <laughs> um, I guess they focus on heart health. Um, I and- think most of those was like wine is great for the heart. Paid for by the wine council. Right. You know, that's most of those. Right. I feel like I need to know because I'm I'm actually going to see a cardiologist this week because I'm having issues with my heart. And I need to know. Oh, boy. Ask them. 
Wine or no wine. Go in with a bottle of alcohol and be like, hey, <laughs> is this okay? All right, what else? Um, Blake Shelton's songs have gotten the lullaby treatment. So now Blake's music can uh, be used to put babies to sleep. Let me guess the song. Hold on. Yeah. It's hard. Uh, God's Country. That's <laughs> funny. And to be clear, it doesn't cut into the real song for the lullaby. Oh, that scared the crap out of the baby. There's like, baby's <laughs> <Yeah>. like, oh. <laughs> it's just xylophones, uh, twinkling bells, and childlike percussion. Let but- me hear it again, Ray. God's Country. I'm- We should do a game. We used to do that all the time. It's so hard. The lullaby this game is really was hard. Way hard for listeners. Yeah. And the zaba zaba do come on. I don't know any words in this song. Zaba do zaba do. God's country. That's it. That's it. Is that it? Can't go any further than that. All right. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So every year, the pro hockey team in Pennsylvania does something called the teddy bear toss game, where after the bears, that's their mascot, score their first goal, people in the crowd, they throw stuffed animals onto the ice. So the, what, where my head goes is like, you got all these bears on the ice and the game's not even over yet. So they have to like pick everything <laughs> yes. up. Yes, but that happens at other points too, where people throw other stuff out on. I've seen like fish. Yeah. yeah. At yeah. least this goes to a good cause because all of the teddy bears and stuffed animals are donated to local charities, which is super cool. And this year they broke a record. Over 52,000 stuffed animals were tossed down covering the ice. I watched a guy, I think of someone stage diving. He did that into the bears. He was on ice. And he was like, ah, and skated to it. He was playing hockey and then just dove into the bears. <laughs> it was cool. It was awesome. And yeah, it takes a while to clean it up. But my question is, what if they don't score a goal Yeesh. and oh. they get shut out? Then at the end, they're just like, well, just throw them on here, guys. Yeah. Or maybe the other team, le- I don't know. It's not as exciting. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's a great story, though. I love that they do that. A lot of teddy bears, man. They're crazy. All right, that's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. I love sugar. Do I say that on the show ever? <laughs> yes, yes, you did. I Often. love it. I just can't get enough sugar. Three in five adults can't get through the day without a sugar hit. The survey revealed the extreme struggles many people have with avoiding sugar. A majority of respondents couldn't go a single day without a sugar-loaded snack. For example, a sugary drink from Starbucks, a monster energy drink. Respondents also said they couldn't go more than a couple meals without reaching for some sort of sweet, a candy bar, an ice cream, a piece of candy their kids are snacking on. So I, whenever I eat a meal, there's just something inside of me that requests something sweet. I don't know what it is. It's like another person that lives in there. Mm-hmm. That's like, okay, the adult you has had your meal, but now I crave something sweet. It's like the meal is just not quite done. Right. Like that person inside of me didn't get to have their meal. <laughs> like I did. You had the chicken, a little salad, a little rice pilaf maybe. But I'm done. But there's another little person that's like, hello, you forgot me. And that person won't shut up until he gets fed. <laughs> that's what it feels like. You're adult, you can't tell child you, hey, it's cool. You don't he have to He has told him, right? He tells him that every day. The kid yeah. don't listen. I finally understand what you're talking about. Yeah. Kids don't listen. Exactly. But also, is it okay if adult you just gives little you a little Yeah, and he treat? does. He okay. likes to he likes to every, every dinner. So that's cool. But, but the kid me doesn't stop. If he has one, he needs to have four. Oh. And if he has four, he needs to go 
uh, have dessert the next day too for breakfast. I'd have dessert, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Oh my! Said it before. I'll say it again. I think there should be dessert every meal. But I I struggle with sugar because I, I there's just something inside of me. It's like sleeping late. I don't care how many times I have to wake up early in the morning to do this show. You give me two days off, I will sleep late. I'm naturally a late sleeper. You'll stay up late and sleep in. Oh, I will sleep until 11 a.m. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will sleep until noon. I love sugar and I love to sleep. Those are the two things that I love. I don't get to do it a lot, either one of them, but uh, most adults are like me. We love sugar. Mm. Wish I had some right now. Well, let's get you some. Give me sugar. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> oh, I heard him. Oh, you guys I heard, heard that? Oh. Usually I only hear that. That's the kid. Wait, does he have a name? Little um, Bobby? Let me out of here. Wait, what? <laughs> All right, let's go do the corny. Let's go. The morning corny. What type of music would you listen to while fishing? What type of music would you listen to while fishing? You know, something catchy. (laughs) That was the morning corny. Is that a type of music? Catchy music? Yeah, something catchy. A catchy catchy song. song. It's a genre. Of course. It's not a genre, but you listen to something. Got it. If it's a catchy song. I get it. I like it. Disney's Encanto soundtrack has the number one album in the country right now. Amy, do you like Encanto? We have only started, I think, Encanto is what I've been calling it. But we've just just started it. We haven't finished it yet. But I am super excited to get through it with my kids. I didn't know I needed to use an accent. Encanto. I lived in Central America a little bit. (laughs) Encanto. Hmm? Uh, Who's seen it? Have you, Eddie? Uh, my kids have seen it 500 times. But you didn't watch no. it? No. Mike D, did you watch Encanto? You're the movie guy. What'd you think about it? I think it's a good Disney movie. I think people are loving the music. I'm not so much into musicals, but if you're into that, I think you'd like it. All right, here is We Don't Talk About Bruno from Encanto. We don't talk about Bruno, no, no, no. We don't talk about Bruno. Hey, hey Mike, can you give me context to who Bruno is? He is the brother that they don't talk about. He's been um, kind of taken out of the family, doesn't live in their house anymore. This on Disney Plus? Yep. What'd Bruno do? It's a spoiler. Uh, yeah, it's kind of a spoiler. Oh, you find yeah. out what he does? You find out. Okay. okay. All right, thank you. Interesting. We don't talk about Bruno, no, no. I yeah, like it. Because they all have like superpowers or something, and then it's like, oh, Bruno? We don't talk about him. All right, what I'll do is I will give you the song. You tell me the soundtrack that it's on, Okay. Okay. Write your answer down. If you miss it, you're out. This game is so easy, you shouldn't miss it. Okay. Here we go. Number one. And can you feel the love tonight? Can you feel the love tonight by Elton John, 1994? What's the soundtrack that it was on? Ooh, it's a love. Didn't actually know those words. Mostly I go, <laughs> it's a love. All right, Amy. Lion King. Lunchbox. Aladdin. Oh, shit. Eddie. Oh, that's Lion King. Oh. <laughs> it's Lion King. Lunchbox is out. Uh, See you, man. That's cool. That's fun. Later. I thought that was the easiest one, too. Yeah. Okay. Number two, Colors of the Wind. Can you paint with all the colors of the wind? By Vanessa Williams, 1994. Paint with all the colors of the wind. You guys know that one? Yes. yes. You do, for sure. Yeah. Yes. Amy. Pocahontas. Pocahontas. That's correct. Next. This one's hard. It's Christina Aguilera doing Reflection. Reflection. 
What year? 1998. If you both miss it, we'll act like this never happened. <laughs> like if one that. of you miss it, there's a winner. <laughs> Amy? I don't know. Aladdin. Eddie? I don't know. Milan? Oh, that's it. It's Milan. Wow! (laughs) Wow! Just like that! Just like that, he wins again. Man! That was Amy. That was just a guess. I had no idea. I thought maybe she was like singing Jasmine something. You want to roll through the other ones? Yeah. Eddie, as winner, you can try this one. Friend Like Me, 1992. Yes, sir. We pride ourselves on service. Yo, the boss! <laughs> is that Jungle Book? What that is, is that? Aladdin. Oh, friend like me. How about You'll Be In My Heart by Phil Collins? Mm-hmm. You'll be in my heart. Yeah, I only know this because of you. It's that's, Tarzan. That's a jam. <laughs> that's the jam. Okay, how about Into the Unknown? That's Adina Mizell or whatever. That's uh, a Frozen. Frozen 2 specifically, oh. but I would have given you Frozen. Okay. All right, how about... You're welcome by Dwayne Johnson. What can I say except you're welcome for the time? Gosh, what's this movie called? Maui. His name is Maui, and it's uh, Hawaiian. Oh, what's this called? Oh, Moana. Moana, yes. It's a good movie. Let's go back in time. 1964, A Spoonful of Sugar by Julie Andrews. Ooh, that's Mary Poppins. Down. The medicine. Down. This is when you were a kid, huh? 64? Uh, Did you guys no. watch this? The, yeah. we, we all would watch it as Gather kids. Gather around the TV. Yeah. Stop it. Don't act like you guys didn't watch you, this as Did kids. you go to the moving picture show? Okay. No. This is, this is when popcorn was a quarter. Okay. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, uh, when you wish upon a star. When you wish the Pinocchio. By Cliff Edwards, who is the voice of Jiminy Cricket, 1940. Remember this like it was yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> Parents probably had to drive you to this one, though. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Do you guys have a Model C or no? I hate you guys. No? Congratulations, Eddie. You're Thank you, man. Nice job. All right, on the phone right now, let's go to Thomas in North Carolina. Hey, Thomas, what's going on, buddy? Hey, studio. Good morning. 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 Good morning. <laughs> so I was just telling Abby um, on Facebook, I got a, a message and it says from Luke Combs Foundation. And it asked me, you know, hey, are you a, a fan, a large special fan? And I put, yes, I am. So then this morning I wake up and I have a text message saying, congratulations, lucky winner. You have won $50,000. You were randomly selected on Facebook by Luke Combs COVID-19 Charity Foundation. We noticed you haven't claimed your winnings from the UPS courier service, and it says click on this link. So I guess my question was I was trying to find out if this is something legit or if this is a scam. Well, congratulations. No, it's a scam. Do not click that link. Well, wait. Did he click? Don't click. No, no. no. You didn't click. No, no. I just just (laughs) replied. I didn't click on the link. I just replied that don't joke around. Yeah, no, don't click that. I mean, okay. I don't know for okay. sure that it's fake, but I would bet anything I have that's fake. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if Luke has a foundation. <laughs> well, well, a COVID-19 one, are you sure? <laughs> yeah. I think he does. And I don't know that he's randomly giving away $50,000 from a right. foundation. Yeah, they... Hmm. Like, think about that. A foundation tries money. to get money, not give money. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a scam. And this is what happens. 
people will find out who you're a fan of and then use that to go, oh, you like this person. Well, now that your guard is down, let's see if I can get you to click on a couple things where you will also. Yesterday, someone had commented on something on the Bobby Bone Show page or maybe on my my personal Instagram. And then fake Bobby Bones account started email started messaging them going, hey, I'm I'm hitting you for my secret account. Thanks for liking my, my, my account. Oh. And so they're like, wow, is this really you from your secret account? I don't have a secret account. I'm scared of my real account sometimes. <laughs> so unless it has a blue check mark, don't talk to it if they say they're famous. Also, if they send you a link, don't click it. Mm-mm. Because as soon as you click that link, you're going to put in some information and then they're going to have you. And then you're going to be calling me going, hey, what's that LifeLock code, that promo code to get mm-hmm. LifeLock? It's so, bones. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, LifeLock.com, uh, <laughs> by the way. Slash bones. bones. Yeah. Uh, Thomas, that's not real. I don't think it's real. Don't click the oh, link, man. Oh, man. I feel like we also just need to say, oh, sorry, because I'm sure he got, did you even get a little bit excited that maybe you won 50000 Well... So, you know, yeah, it would have been nice. <laughs> Heck yeah. He's like, well, I already spent it, if I'm being honest. <laughs> well. And you, you know, I'm not, I'm not Lunchbox now. Uh, but, but it would, uh, you know, you do hear stories about people doing that sometimes. So that's why I was just trying to figure out if this is legit. That's true. If by any chance Luke Combs is, is listening right now, and he does sometimes, I'm not going to text him and wake him up this early, but... Luke, if you're listening or anyone on your team's listening, you can text me and, and further this that it is a scam. I know it's a scam. Even if with no one texting me, I know it's a scam. But I'll put that line out there and see if anyone hits me. Okay, Thomas? Don't click the link. All right. Appreciate it, guys. All right, buddy. See you later. Sorry. Sorry to disappoint you. Because he thought there's probably a slight chance he won $50,000. Yeah. Mm. Stinks for the guy. I know. Don't click links, people. At don't, all. No, don't. Sometimes we get links from work and we're like, we don't trust them. Yeah. <laughs> Even work links. Yeah. We're like, Real ones. I ain't doing it. I ain't doing it. <laughs> so I saw this house this morning. There is a house in Las Vegas and you drive up to it. It looks like a normal house in a normal neighborhood. But actually underneath it is a humongous bunker house. Whoa. That's awesome. And it sells for $5.9 million. But you would have no idea. You would drive up to this. I mean, it's in a normal neighborhood. A unique home in Las Vegas called the Underground House is 26 feet below Spencer Street and is actually a converted bomb shelter. After spending most of its 44 years in private hands, the enormous bunker is now up for sale for $5.9 million. That's down from $18 million when it went on sale in 2019. Huh. It's 15,000 square foot. It's a shelter. It has a pool, a jacuzzi, oh, 500 feet of landscape murals, a putting green, and time-of-day lighting settings oh. to mimic the world outside. Because you're under the ground. There is no natural light coming in. And so it's not natural light, but it is light. It's lit. Yeah. <laughs> it's and they have murals to make you feel like you're outside. It reminds me of, if you've ever been in the Paris Casino oh, yeah. in Las Vegas, mm-hmm. the sky is like a sky It looks Paris. real. Eh, it <laughs> looks mean, as real as it can be inside. Right. Don't yes. study it, because it's fake. I studied it. I'm like, well, actually... <laughs> The home was built for personal use in 1978, and he lived there with his wife until he died. But they've listed it for $5.9 million. It's way too big. This would be cool to have a bunker house in case the you actually need. I wouldn't want to live in it. Yeah, I mean, like 15,000 square feet Yeah, that's a lot. That's a massive home yeah. underground. But it is pretty cool. Like, I don't know what you could do with that. 
I guess if the world ended, you'd be living in a lap of luxury. Mm-hmm. If I mean, zo- zombies are running around on top. It's also cool, too, like if you had a lot of money but none of your friends knew and they were just like, oh, he lives in this little house in this neighborhood. It's really cool. But, but you have a mansion. Keep it secret that you're yeah. rich. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Right, here's what I have. If you were to put 20% down, $1.4 million. That's your down payment? Yeah. Okay, here it is. <clears throat> I'm trying to figure this out here. Down payment, 20%, $1.1 million. You got to put 4% down at closing, 236000 bucks. Then your monthly uh, mortgage would be $23,300. Oh, not bad. So, well, maybe. So, like, if we all get together. <laughs> uh-huh. So, that's from the New York Post, but it's wild. We'll put it up if you want to see it on our Twitter and Facebook page. It's just slightly too creepy to be something that is like, wow, I'd love to have it. Mostly, it's like that would be pretty neat, but you wouldn't want to go on vacation and spend a lot of time there because it's all underground. Yeah. Yeah, but I and mean, what about Wi-Fi? It'll come in handy. They've got, Surely they they've have got that to have figured that figured out. out. I'm sure that it's okay, but how do you get great Wi-Fi way under the ground? But five point nine million bucks, if you can afford this, it's been slashed. Yeah, like why prices have been million? cut? <laughs> That's quite. It's the on sale. Get it now. Get it, well, yes. Uh, but uh, pretty cool. I saw it this morning. Thought I'd share that with you guys. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Anthony and Mario were riding their bikes around the neighborhood when all of a sudden they hear fire alarms going off. They're like, man, where is that coming from? And they drive up on their bikes and one of their friend's house is on fire. And they run to the door and they can see the dogs inside. No one's home. So they call their buddy. They're like, hey, man, your house is on fire. Give us the code. Gave him the code, got in, and got the dogs out. Dang. Yeah, it's a risk to give someone the code. <laughs> but it's you your buddy. Trust- yeah, it's 12 and 13 years old. And he's yeah. like, hey, man. And they got the dogs out. The house caught on fire, you know. But I, It's a great story. I would just be thinking they were going to prank me or yeah. something. Yeah. Like, it's code. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Anthony and Mario. And I'm like, okay, classic Anthony and Mario. Again, <laughs> shaving cream me. As my house burns down. <laughs> That's a great story, though. Good for them. Save the dogs. Love to save dogs. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Let's go over and talk to Angela in Kentucky, who we met yesterday, and today's her birthday. Oh, happy birthday. Yes. There she is. Angela. Angela, it's your birthday. <laughs> you are 60. Oh, no. You are, though, right? I am. <laughs> happy birthday, Angela. It is your 60th birthday. She does sound happier about it today. Heck yeah, she's happy about it. She <laughs> lived another day. That's All right, right, Angela, your turn to talk. What have you learned in 60 years? Oh, I don't know. Just It goes by too fast. It just really does. You know, I was thinking about that again the other day. Yeah? If there was a being that lived to be 10,000 years old, they would look at us and go, they only live 80 years? And they would go, man, that's over in a heart. But to us, we only know the 80 years. And forever, it seems like it's forever while we're living it. Yeah. I'll this go is back. literally something you were thinking yeah, yeah. about? Uh, I'll course, go back to my fruit I mean. fly thought. Where a fruit <laughs> fly could live for a day, and we're like, that's crazy that it only lives for a day. However, if, ever, if they only know a day to be lived, it's probably forever and eternity to them. The same way as 80 years is an eternity to us if someone were to live 10,000 years. Or t- how, about t- how about a tortoise? What if we had a talk with a tortoise and They're a tortoise like thousands was like, of years. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're yeah. saying the fruit fly doesn't say life goes by really quick, boys, enjoy it. I just You're going to die later today. Slow, slow or quick just happens based on what's, what's norm. normal. Mm-hmm. Okay. If they're all living just a day, just like we're all living 80 years, a tortoise would look at us and go, you're a fruit fly to me. Yeah. 
Where are you when you're thinking all this? Stuff? I don't know. Yeah. Like on the toilet? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I don't do a lot of thinking on the toilet. I'm going to be honest about the toilet. I do a lot of TikToking on the toilet. That's a funny song. I'm TikToking hey, on the toilet. Write that, write that down. Angela, you're 60. Life goes by fast. Can you give me a couple of the this is your life, Angela? Give me a couple of the greatest moments in your life that don't involve having children or getting married. Oh shoot! Yeah, no, I took away one and two, but let's start at number three. Oh, well, I had a grandson. Does that count? Okay, you're she's cheating the system, but I'll accept it. I'll accept it. it. Go ahead, like give me something selfish, a real selfish thing in your life that was great. Well, I don't know about selfish, but I'll tell you one of the great things in my life was. When I was about five years ago, I graduated college. Wow, that's, awesome. that's fantastic! So Tell me something good. What made you go yeah. back? To, what made you go back to uh, school at fifty-five? Well, I just want to, you know, all my kids and my husband had a degree, and I was so close to finishing my degree when I was younger. So I decided I wanted it. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah, yeah. So, what'd you get your degree in? Well, it's just general studies. Don't just yeah. me. Mm-hmm. Don't just me. Wow. I will not accept a just right here. So you went back and got your degree in, in general studies so you could be good at everything. That's what I hear. Generally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. So what are you? What do you do now? Are you, you working? You're retired? You hanging out? I just volunteer a lot. And where do you... I, I like this. I like another the, thing. I like the string I've pulled. What, now, where do you volunteer? Well, I volunteer at church. Um, and then we do a lot of outreach. We help uh, children two and under families get, you know, what they need. And we do Christmas giveaway and we help seniors. We got senior boxes and, you know, just all different stuff. That's pretty cool. Where do you live in Kentucky? Corbin. Mm, I used to summer there. <laughs> did not. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't. She's smarter than that. What's Corbin near? What's it? What what town? It's halfway between Knoxville and Lexington. It is the home of the original Kentucky Fried Chicken. Oh, oh that's cool. cool. Yeah, my dad actually did hang out there. In Corbin? Yes, because his first job in the restaurant business, because he ended up in that, but his very first restaurant job was for Colonel Sanders. Kentucky Wait, the real Colonel, Colonel the real Colonel. Wait a minute. Well, I don't know. I can't Stop ask him it. now. This just in. Amy, dad knew Colonel no, Sanders, I know. and I know no, your dad. I can't uh, hold ask on, him. I know. I'll have to ask someone that knows him. But I know that he worked for KFC, like in the corporate way. I know your dad died, so you can't ask him. Right. However, if you feel like that's the truth, that's the truth. Amy's dad ah, and Colonel Sanders were best come friends. Come on. Yeah. They were not, but that I know hey, they were not. I hear they used to go to bars and hit on the ladies together. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, I don't know if he did it with him. I'm sure my dad did that with somebody. Yeah, Colonel Sanders. Um, wow. But no, that was his first job, KFC. Can you can you text somebody and be like, hey, did my dad know Colonel Sanders? I don't. Would it be that did my dad ever meet him or take orders? No, work from with him. him know him. Just know him. Did he ever meet him? Okay. I let's see. That's pretty I cool. Know. I heard they were roommates. Yeah, that's what I heard too. They were not roommates. That's pretty cool. First of all, we could just Google the age of Colonel Sanders. And Does he know the secret recipe? Oh, that's what if he point. died with the secret recipe? Oh my, oh my goodness! Gosh. No, this y'all. My dad worked for Kentucky Fried Chicken, and like, I don't even know nineteen. I don't even know the year. Oh, that's like, the Colonel. They had the recipe the then. Angela, did you know Colonel Sanders? No, no, I didn't know Colonel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's not what I was implying. I was implying my dad has been to Corbin. Corbin. Yeah, but we heard. That's pretty. Y'all took friends. it to Tim the next and Colonel level. Colonel Sanders used to run together. <laughs> That's right. That's awesome. 
All right. Hey, Angela, we call, were you surprised we called you back today? I am. Yeah. I am. I felt like I was dreaming. Mm, it's not a dream. No. Unless it's a nightmare. <laughs> That's what this very no, well no, could be. No, no, it's not a nightmare. Well, hey, we, we, we appreciate you listening, and happy birthday. And I know yesterday you were a little hesitant to be 60, but heck, we'd all be so lucky to be 60. So I hope you count your blessings today. There you go. I got a, I got a favor to ask of you. Ooh, it's dicey. If I, if, <laughs> if I send you a book, will you sign it for me? Yeah, of course. I'll tell you what, I'll just send you a book so you don't have to mail me one. Okay, which one would you like? Thank you so much. Which one would you? The one, fine. Okay, Uh, uh, Ray. I think we sent our beanie baby yesterday, maybe, or did we not? Yeah. Yeah. Let's just hold that off, and we'll put a book in there, and I'll sign it too. Okay. Okay. Um, Angela, happy birthday! I'll send you this book, and shout out to everybody listening in Corbin, Kentucky, right now. I appreciate it. Thank you. Bye bye. All right. Bye bye. Yes. yes. I don't know. You held your hand up. What'd you find out? out? No, I don't. I just sent a family text. Does anyone know when Dad worked for KFC and if he ever met Colonel Sanders? And Colonel. Always gets me in the spelling. Yeah, colonial. Oh, it's hard. Yeah. It's not colonial. colonial. It's colonial. <laughs> colonial. It can also be colonel with a K. Yeah, it's like colon L. Colonel with a K is like a kernel of corn. Absolutely, and it can be. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, but that's not him. My, my favorite. What, Lunchbox? Colonel Sanders was born in 1890. So, yeah, that's like, why I was like, like, like is there any way her dad knew that's this? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> when I did never he said die, that. Y'all he died said in that. 1980. Oh, wow. Okay, see, Lunchbox, I, my dad worked for him in like, I don't even know the year. In the, the 70s. 70s. So he may have known him. I mean, listen, I have a text floating. There's not too many people in my dad's <laughs> world still. All alive, right. but let's go. Oh, let's do the news real quick. Right? Okay. Bobby's big stories. Cell phone usage may damage a man's sperm. Well, let me... <laughs> Get rid of that story. Wait, crap. What? Uh, you're done, Bones. That's uh, why K- you shouldn't keep. Kaylin, it you're on your... the wrong channel right now. <laughs> in your pocket, right? Uh, well, men looking to start a family should spend less time on their phones. Researchers have found that cell phone usage increases exposure to radio frequency electromagnetic waves that could damage sperm concentration, viability, and motility. The study had scientists look at the amount of damage radio frequency and electromagnetic waves from modern-day cell phones may inflict on a user's health. The bullcrap. That's from study files. Yeah, get rid of that. Fake news. Is that the onion? Is this the onion? (laughs) The onion. Uh, a guy walks into a uh, NICU and bottle feeds a baby and then leaves. What? Uh, police in Des Moines, Iowa are searching for a man. They say went into the neonatal intensive care unit at Mercy One and bottle fed a baby before leaving. Police said the man was trespassing. The baby was not his. He was caught on security camera footage entering and leaving the hospital. Mercy One has released a statement that they say they take safety and security very seriously and they're cooperating with Des Moines police in the matter. The big question is how did he just walk right in? That's from KCCI. There's a bigger question. What? Why would he go Why and do would he this? do it? Maybe he just wanted to be with a baby. But I mean, how did he get in? Yeah. It's scary. U.S. records show the most unprovoked shark attacks were last year in 2021. 47 unprovoked shark bites during the year. Eddie, didn't you see a shark in Florida? Yes, and it was going right towards a paddle border with two kids on the paddle board, and it just went under the board and then took off. Like, almost like it wanted to attack, but then said, eh, not today. It probably got to it and saw the kids and then thought... I don't want to kid. hurt kids. Right. Yeah, yeah, probably nice. Uh, Florida led the list with 28, 60% of U.S. total shark bites. This was in Florida. Unprovoked shark bites. Uh, and then finally, the SATs are going all digital in 2024. They're also limiting the time from three hours to two hours. Here's the thing about these standardized tests. And I was really good at it because I trained myself to be good at it. But it's the dumbest way to let people, allow people to be in college. Mm. It's the dumbest way. 
There are so many other skills that you can have that should be able to get you to the place, if that's where you choose to go, than just a standardized test. Even I knew it was dumb, but I knew they needed it, so I was going to train myself to do it. I didn't train myself to be smarter. I trained myself to take a test that I knew would help me. So the fact that they are minimizing what this test can do is great. It still will help you and get you in, but they're trying to find other ways to get people into college. And also, some people are realizing college is not just, it's not for me, and that's okay too. So, uh, I never took the SATs though, I took the ACT. Oh, really? Oh, I think that was an Arkansas thing, at least back then. We took the ACT, I took it in ninth grade, I took it in seventh grade the first time. Just for fun? And got a 23 in seventh grade, which was awesome. That's amazing. But it took away so much worry because I knew at 23 I could get a scholarship to any in-state school, and we didn't have money, so I knew I could go to college with that grade. I didn't know where I could go to college, but I knew I could go to college. And then I took it some more and ended up doing pretty good on it. Um, But we didn't take the the ACT. What was the scoring on the SAT? Like 1,600? Is that the big one? Yeah. What would you do? I took the SAT three times. Yeah, yeah, but what'd you do? How'd you do? I didn't do very well. You didn't do with very it. well. That's why I took it three times. No, I took mine three. Once in seventh grade. Once in ninth. But you did no, well I mean, all the time. I took it three like in eleventh grade. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I went down the second time. The third time was the charm, though. That was my golden ticket. How did that work? And I took to... SAT prep. Um, I had. What do you mean? How did it work? You just sign up for it. No, 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 no. How? Did, I know what the prep is. You I mean, did the how class. did I go down the yeah, second time? Yeah, how'd you time? go down? I just standardized tests. Standardized tests are not my thing, and I. Have I had to, I still have ADD, but I'm working on it now. But I, w- I had it all through school since I was a kid, and I never medicated, and I just could not sit there and concentrate during those tests at all. Whatsoever. You also shouldn't have to take those tests, and that shouldn't be your only lifeline to get into college. It's the dumbest thing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. No, I agree. Like I even you know watching. You should be able to dance. Yeah. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. All right, uh, what do you got? Dance, and if you do, if it's interpretive wow. right now, <laughs> I don't know that that would have gotten me in anywhere. Either. Oh, you don't think so? Uh-uh. Uh, what'd you get? What was your score? I have a chart up here to see where you fell. I don't know if my final one was like 1150. 1150. You were in. Uh, the, you're okay. I know. It's okay. Top half. Yeah, but that was the third time. Don't Not even. Bad. I know, but see, like, I can't. Like, my brother, I'll have to now. I'm on a text chain with my family, but I think he missed like one question on the SAT. No. Which for it, him. Well, yeah, good for him, but like try being his little sister. <laughs> hey. You know? You think he cheated? Hey, sounds like a Netflix special coming <laughs> no, up. No. Another scandal. No, he's just really good at stuff yeah, like that. He, he hears something once, reads it once, and knows it forever. Uh, let me take. Oh, well, let's close the news first. Thank you. Close it up. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. Uh, Kelly in West Virginia is on. Kelly. Morning, studio. Hey, morning. morning. Hey, hey, sorry about that, Kelly. Kelly, say that again because we're a little, little out of whack there. Morning, studio. Morning. What's up, Kelly? Hi, Bobby. Um, This one's for you. I was wondering if we could do a little friendly bet because I don't think we can do money. Maybe we could. I don't know. But West Virginia and Arkansas play Saturday. Yeah. And West Virginia has basically not a lot going for it except Eddie walking like a tiny bit through it. West Virginia to Tennessee. Way back to Tennessee, yeah. Right. And recently we had a reporter, a weather reporter get hit yeah. by a car while she, and that went viral. Talked about but that on the post show that, yesterday, right? didn't we? Yeah. 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 Other than that, we just don't have a lot going on right now. And I want a little friendly bet on the game. We play you um, Saturday, Saturday at yeah. 2 in Arkansas. 
I don't know what we could bet. I got it. Maybe a- I, I got it. I got it. I'm gonna okay. uh, I'm gonna wager three. Mm. Two Beanie Babies. Ooh, you're going to say three. From the good bag. I got two bags back here. Ooh. I'll put up okay. two Beanie and Babies from the good bag. Verse if, and and, and, it, so if Arkansas loses, I'll send you two Beanie Babies from the good bag. How does that feel? Okay. Okay. If West the, Virginia loses. Then you have to be on the show for an hour. And for an hour straight, you have to just say, Mr. Bobby Bones is Bobby's <gasps> name on Instagram. Over and over and over again. Anytime I pick up the line, you have to be saying... Mr. Bobby Bones, follow him on Instagram. For, Mr. An, Bo- for an hour? hour? Yeah, yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Probably has a job. That's crazy. Okay, Wait. three beanie bags from, three, three beanie babies from the good bag versus one hour of, okay, okay. Three beanie babies from the good bag versus 30 minutes okay. of That's you better. being on the phone nonstop going, follow Mr. Bobby Bones on Instagram, Mr. Bobby Bones, Mr. Bobby Bones, like that. You know what? I will have you on speakerphone. And my entire fifth grade will do that for you. Wait, oh, you're a teacher? Oh, can, I can't do that. 30 minutes? 30 minutes? Would they, <laughs> I they can't, get in trouble? I can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, then I'll do it before I go to school. Okay. Uh-huh. That, we'll okay. figure it We'll figure it out. Okay, you want to make I'll make that bet with you. Okay. All right, I'll get your number. <laughs> well, I tried to call yesterday. I thought you were just stalling because you knew West Virginia was going to win. But I, okay, I'll I, take that bet. Okay. I'll take that. I'm not getting into a crap talk. <laughs> I would like to, but not on this show. Uh, okay, we're going to put you on hold. That sounds like a fun bet, huh? Yeah. We'll do that next week. It's that Vegas line. <laughs> now I'm interested in this bet. <laughs> well, here's the story for you. Doctors were operating on what they thought was a dad of three's hernia because he was like, oh, God, God, I got a hernia. They're like, well, that's a hernia. Why don't you come on in? He goes in. Little cutting on it, they go in. And the hernia, by the way, is tissue that like pokes through the groin at like the top of the inner thigh. Yeah, pretty common thing. But when they inspected it, they found a uterus, a cervix, a fallopian tube, Whoa! An ovary, Wait, as what? well as this missing <laughs> testicle. Wait, what? They found female genitalia in what they thought was a hernia. Oh wow! Oh. Now I got. Did a couple- he have a like a twin in him at what? one point? Mm, that's interesting. I didn't go that route. I went, if this story went public and all my buddies knew I now had a vagina in me, I'd yeah. never hear the end of it. Well, that you don't have a vagina and you had ovaries. Trust me. My friends would tell me I had a vagina yeah, in me. Yeah, I would tell you that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's where my mind went, is if I had to come back and see Ray and Eddie and Lunchbox and they found out because of a news story I had a little vagina in me, they would be like, wow. Yeah, I don't think I'd have gone public with this. At, at the, I think I'd have kept this. Or it's fascinating and like uh, they- Both. Uh-huh. Fascinating. So he's a man. But he's got woman, woman parts, parts in him. Do we all have woman parts in us, you think? Maybe. Well, what you we don't do know. You might. We... <gasps> you haven't looked inside. That's true. Because <laughs> this guy didn't know till he got a hernia. So doctors diagnosed him with a inguinal hernia where the tissue pokes through the groin at the top of the inner thigh. When surgeons inspected it, that's where they found all of the female parts. Huh. Uterus. Sur- There's no vagina. But that's just Uterus. what idiot friends would have said. He could have a baby. Well. But he'd have to have a way to get the well, uterus. Well, uh, I mean, they'll figure it out. Uh, you know. Yes. See, I've often said I wish I could have a baby. <laughs> no, Dude, this is not. it. I have. Okay. I Maybe know. this would happen to me and it would be a blessing. And I'd be like, I can finally have a baby. <laughs> because think of the time. All that. What, Amy? Well, I don't. Okay. I don't know how you would impregnate yourself. But okay. Oh, trust me. <laughs> They'd put it in there, If Amy. there's somebody that could, it'd be me. Oh, okay. I'd be, yeah. Okay. No, I'm. Yeah. They would yeah, they just put it in there. It? Okay. Yeah. I, just, I do a lot of stretching. Um. <laughs> What would happen? <laughs> okay. I'm jealous of the fact that a woman can hold and bond that baby for nine months. Yeah, me too. I am. I'm jealous of it. 
So there's over 200 cases that have been reported of this condition that occurs. Whoa. So, men also have female reproductive organs alongside their penis and scrotum. Wow. That's crazy. I would just, it's from the New York Post, but I would just be like, wow, don't, please don't tell anyone. What's yeah. his name? Give him a shout out. Nah. I'm going <laughs> to not shout him out. The doctors found it as they were in there. 67 years old. Wow. All this time. Yeah. You could have had a baby. Maybe no. I. Yeah. That's not what I was thinking. Bones, get checked. Oh, please go to the doctor and uh, doctor. I read a story. Please, Call will you I take it in with me? Please say this is true. Will you look at me, doctor? Please. Come on, make, make it happen. Please. But you've had your body scanned. I don't know if it would show that. Yeah, inside. I don't think so either. But wow, there, there, that's a crazy story, huh? Yeah. All right. Let's see. Let's go over to Jody in Georgia, who's on the phone. Hi, Jody. What's going on? Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Ah, I can't believe I got in. I've been trying to call since last Friday, and I have a bone to pick with lunchbox. Okay. So, I have seen concert, Bobby. Um, Pattern Pumps. I'm your biggest fan. And at, I think it was your um, concert in Tuscaloosa, Walker Hayes. Amazing. And we have been huge fans of Walker ever since. And he did oh, she's amazing chomping on your show. out a little bit. What she's saying is Walker Hayes came and opened for me at a show, and she's been a huge fan of Walker ever since she saw him perform at my show. Thank you. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, correct. So, but Lunchbox was very hard on him. He does not have only one hit. He has multiple hits, and he is way more famous than Lunchbox is, and I feel like Lunchbox should apologize to Walker. What do I need to apologize for? I told you my truth. I mean, you have your truth. You believe Walker's more famous than me. And I told Walker, hey, one day you might. He still is climbing the ladder. His career is just getting but started. But he has even more Instagram followers than you. He has, like, every, in every way that you want to gauge it, Walker Hayes is more famous than yeah. you. And TikTok, he's on national commercials. He like- does. He goes on Jimmy Fallon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, but- he, everything that he does is over what you're claiming that you do. Yeah. I'm just telling you, Walker can go to stores and stuff, and people don't bother him. They don't know and who he is. people bother you every place you go? Yes. Everywhere you go? 99%. Okay. You walk into a Walmart. Yes. What happens? Uh, at least one person will walk up to me, or the cashier will be like, oh, you're Lunchbox, aren't you? I recognize your voice. Yep. Yeah. I have literally run into Lunchbox at the grocery store, and nobody is bothering me. I know, me well, too. I mean, you probably just missed it. I mean, they don't follow me like with cameras like <laughs> the paparazzi. You just missed it. Yeah. I mean, it probably happened two oh. seconds ago over at the deli or whatever. Okay. okay. But I don't understand why this lady thinks I owe her uh, Walker an apology. I think you need to apologize to me for calling up and shaming me. Oh. Oh. So, also, the, the Bobby Bone Show is all about spreading kindness and positivity. And you were not kind to him. That's true. I agree. And I said, if you remember, Jody, I said the same thing during the interview. Yes, I was proud of you, Bobby. Thank you. Wait, wait, I don't understand why I wasn't kind to him. You want me to lie to his face? Is, is that being kind? You did lie to his face. I, I mean, you, you have a different picture of reality, and we need to get that checked. She does? But, okay. Yeah. Like, I don't know what she means. Like, am I supposed to sit here and be like, oh, Walker, you're, you're bigger than Garth Brooks. Like, you're the biggest thing on that's the planet. Not, that's no, that's, and that's what she's saying. No, she's no, not. That's not what she's it's saying. It's not either bigger than Garth Brooks or not. I mean, the pendulum just swings here. Yeah. Like. Hey, Jody, I appreciate that call. I agree with you. And, I, and thank you for coming to the shows, you know, when I'm out touring, and thank you for listening and calling. Yes, we love you in our house. Thank so. you very Thank much. Thank you. I'm glad you love me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Have a good day. All right. Bye, Jody. 
All right, Amy, one has to go. I'll give you four options. You have to eliminate one. Okay. I'll do it, too. Uh, the first one's in food. Tacos, wings, pasta, burgers. Wings. Oh, what? I'd eliminate pasta. Uh, I love spaghetti. I love wings. Mm. Pasta, mm. Wings, mm. Don't insult wings. <laughs> wings uh, are good. Candy. Snickers. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Twix. Or Hershey's. Snickers. I'd toss the peanut butter cups. Mm. Although they're so chocolatey, it almost doesn't feel peanut buttery. But I would eliminate the peanut butter cups. Uh, Tom Hanks movies. Forrest Gump. A League of Their Own. Toy Story. Castaway. Oh my gosh. Um, One has to go. Okay, Castaway. I'd probably eliminate Toy Story. Talk, really? I watched them all. I don't have kids. Okay. But I would eliminate Toy Story. Uh, Let's do one more. Friends. This is in TV shows. Not friends, literal. Like, eliminate a friend. (laughs) All your friends. (laughs) Um, TV shows. Friends. Seinfeld. The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Or Full House. No. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I don't think you understand how the game works. You don't yell no. <laughs> you have to eliminate one of them. Oh, gosh. Well, it's still, uh, Friends, what was the second one? Friends, Seinfeld, The mm-hmm. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, and Full House. Oh, gosh, since I have friends in there, and that will for sure say, I guess I'll get rid of Seinfeld. Me too. We talked about it earlier. Yeah. I think Seinfeld's good. a good show, but yeah. I feel like it's a little bit overrated. We'll come back to that. Okay. There's four down. Uh, let's go over and talk to... Becky in North Carolina, who's on the phone? Becky, what's going on? Hey, I'm just driving. Well, I appreciate you calling. What can I help you with? So I was listening earlier, and I didn't get to finish um, listening because I had to go into work. But um, you were Amy was talking in regards to a person that had left a message about anxiety and how she handles anxiety and how you handle anxiety. And I guess my question is, what is anxiety and what is just everyday being worried about something? It seems like the new catchword now is I'm anxious. I have anxiety. I think you're right I'm about I'm wondering what is the difference? I think people are using it a little liberally, yes. But I would say the difference is worry is grounded in reality. Anxiety is catastrophic thinking, spiraling thinking. Um, and that, to me, is the difference in me. When I have anxiety about something, it's worst-case scenario, and I'm like, oh, man. This... Also, I can't predict anxiety. Sometimes I get anxious, and I have no idea. I don't know why. I'm like, everything's rocking right now. And yet my rib cage is tightened, and I feel like I'm about to walk out in Carnegie, Carnegie Hall naked. So and there's no reason. So I feel like worry is grounded in reality. Anxiety, to me, is irrational thought. And me going to the worst place possible and me spiraling and chasing that anxiety down. And I, the other part of that is that sometimes I get anxiety and I have no reason to. My body's doing something that I don't understand. And I'm like, oh, I don't know what's going on here, but I have it. That's my uh, interpretation. Amy, do you want to take this too? Well, I mean, for me personally, mine often is circumstantial. And I think you're right. A lot of it like lives in our brain and things that get on a loop and we can't calm it down, but it's different for everybody. And I think we're hearing about it more because people are opening up more about how they're actually feeling. Um, but there are different levels and I'm not personally medicated for it or anything. And I know people are at that level where they need medication, but so we were just sharing what we can do at our level to help calm it down. 
Yeah, so I would encourage you to play PlayStation. That's what I said. That's what, I mean, <laughs> I, that's what I do, and it's not for ninety nine percent of other people, but it's that or or, or exercise. But that I guess you know the common denominator there is me to do something else to take your mind because off it of keeps it. me off of what I'm spiraling about. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. But there, are, I don't, I just want to, yeah, make sure to acknowledge too. I mean, there's people that they can't, like, they're to a place where that might not even help because they can't function or it may lead to some sort of anxiety attack, which is very different than, you know, some stuff that I have experienced in the last couple of years. But, you know, everyone is just different. And I think we're hearing it more again because more people are talking. And I do think she's right, though, that some people just go, oh, I have anxiety when they're just worried. Mm-hmm. But it's become so common that now people just use, that word, but it's also not to minimize people's anxiety. Right. And there's not a one size fits all. Everybody's completely different. Mm-hmm. Um, but that would be two non-experts interpretations of what they deal with. And keyword the, non-experts. <laughs> the steps we have taken to deal with it through experts. Yes. Very good. You did great. Are you an expert? No, oh. I'm not an expert. I do work in the medical field, but it does have nothing with anxiety. Hmm. Okay. Well, thank you for the call. Thank you. All right. See you later. Have a good day. Yeah. I feel like we explained that pretty good for us, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Country legends. One has to go. No. uh, Are they all alive? No. Okay. That helps. (laughs) Don't just pick the dead ones. (laughs) But you can't. If one has to go, you can never listen to them again. Okay. Garth Brooks. Dolly Parton. George Strait. What? Johnny Cash. Okay. Johnny Cash. I knew that was easy when I... That's not yours, right? No, mine is George Strait. Okay. Oh, how could you live? Can I say this to you? And, and, and <laughs> say it to me. What? The warmest, most kind way. Sure. I know, I know you love George Strait. Love. Most people love George Strait. Yeah. But some of the affinity you have for George Strait is because you're from Texas. Yeah. Now, me growing up in Arkansas oh, yeah. and Johnny my grandma Cash. being a massive Johnny Cash fan because he was one of us. Okay. Yeah, that's why right. I have a similar affinity. Mm-hmm. And it, you know what? Uh, upset's not the word. What is irritating is when people will like name check Johnny Cash, be like, I'm a big Johnny Cash fan. And they're not. That should you just have to say you love old country music to be cool nowadays. Happens all the time. And I'm like, you don't know crap. Sing get rhythm. <laughs> you don't know crap. Um Okay, let's do one more. Oof. I ain't doing that one. Why? What is it? What, what is, is it? it? <laughs> is it is it people from the show? No, that'd okay. be easy. That'd probably be the easiest one yeah. for all of us. We, yeah, just, huh? we just go. Not a problem. I'm not playing that. Ray. <laughs> no. All right, I'm leaving the board right now. I don't really mean Ray, but I'm saying you would just pick someone who wasn't on air, so who couldn't yell at you? I know. Okay, go. '90s female country artists. You wanted this one, I Eddie. You want to hop in this one? Yeah. Reba, Shania Twain, the Chicks, Trisha Yearwood. Ooh. Shania Twain. <laughs> I also go Shania Twain. It's not even a question for me. Yeah, Shania Twain. Morgan Gasp, though. Yeah, because who would you get rid of? Trisha? Oh! oh get out of here. Oh. Guys, Trisha, our friend, I'm so Trisha, sorry. Trisha, we apologize. Yeah. Uh, Trisha's been to both of our houses, Amy. Morgan number two We don't even know what's happening here. So now it would be Morgan number two has to go. Yes. <laughs> we let me go. Uh, Eddie, yours? The chicks. What? Yeah. All of them. Although yeah. they won't come on the show. Too right. So stuff. get rid of them. I don't care. <laughs> That's not they why. That's they, not they've, why. They've actually been quite rude to us. <laughs> really? Yeah. And I've, I've really just been a, a big fan. But I, I'm oh. still, I'm not going to let my personal feelings okay. get in the way of art and artist. The only person I really do that 
Or is R. Kelly. Like, you lose all things. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty bad. I'm that, not separating fair, art though. from artists. You're done. The end. Right. Um, oof. Uh, so, your uh, chicks, Where's Eddie? oof come from? Oof. oof. I don't know. What? Oof. Uh, uh, internet. Oof. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Lunchbox, uh, who are you eliminating? Reba. Oof. Look, I mean, she's a nice person, but hey, she's got to go. Oof. I can do without her. No way. Reba's still making music and awesome. Reba just had a great... Uh, Christian album. No, and she has movies on I, Lifetime. Listen, guys, they all make great music. You understand, everybody on that list makes great music, but I would rather listen to the other people's music. Shania, the chicks, and Trisha, your way. Yeah. Okay. I just would, I would, uh, Shania. Because okay. I can watch Reeve on TV. I'll watch her show. Oof. 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 <laughs> I was just asking because my son says it all the time, and then I heard Eddie saying it, and I didn't know. Eddie's kind probably of saying like it because I say it. I'm not, I don't and even it, realize I say Eddie it. Eddie steals well, my thing. Yeah, Eddie just copies. from somewhere. I don't like, copy. Like, y'all say, everyone goes, let's go, which is, like, from sports. Mm-hmm. And so I figured oof came from somewhere. I would say it's internet jargon. Morgan, would you agree with that? Yeah, I would say that came from there. Maybe TikTok? Poss- uh, possibly, I but. Well, I don't know. Just my son, anytime, like, I hear, was what we're eating for dinner? Oof. Eddie, where'd you get it? Oof. I don't even say it. I, if you ask me, <laughs> you I honestly it. don't realize <laughs> you, I say it. You say it, Eddie. Yeah, didn't know that. That's why I'm even, that's why we're even talking about this right now. Right, you can hit the song. Okay. Okay. It's no way to shut us up. It's rate, rated. Do you hit the song or no? Is it too late? Oh, now it's good? Okay. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes with us from the Netherlands. A man took his Ferrari to the shop, was having a little problems, and the mechanic's like, you know what? Let me take this $3 million car out for a ride. And he started to gas it, lost control, boom, oh, hit a tree. I bet there's a lot of that taking fancy cars for a ride when you work in valet, yeah. mechanic. Mm-hmm. Anytime you can get in someone's car that's super nice, you probably just want to experience what it feels like to be on the other side, you know? Yeah. But now he's on the other other side because he wrecked that car. <laughs> oh, it's yeah, total. That, that stinks. Uh, All right. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Your son's doing jujitsu now? Yes. Jujitsu. Wow. Yeah. He's a white belt. That's starter. Is that the starting? Yeah. Like you get a white belt immediately? Yes. Okay. Like right when you get there, you get your white little jumpsuit with your white little belt. Jujitsu. Jujitsu. It's even fun to say. Like I do jujitsu. <laughs> uh, so what got him into that? I, well, one of our friends does martial arts, and he's older, uh, another family that also adopted from Haiti. And so we just got to talking about it, and he was like, I really want to try it. And we found a place really close to us. And so it's pretty awesome. Probably going to be dropping him off there, like, every day because the respect wow. that I saw going on in there. Like, just the—I think he's going to learn so much more than just martial arts. He—, he they, they said, hey, turn and bow to your parents. And they turned, bowed to us, and they turned back and bowed to the sensei or whatever. So it's more of a, a or it's at least somewhat of a teaching of a culture. That's bonus. Creating a culture for yes. the kid and the parent, the kid and uh, the superior. Yes. That's pretty cool. I When we, well, all the parents were lined up waiting to do pickup. When he said turn and bow to your parents, I was like, this was up. What if you say that at home and the sensei right. is not there? Every know. day? Yeah, bow to your parents. Now. I'm, I'm just, I don't even bow to your know sister. for sure that he's bow to the cat. <laughs> he's bowing to everything. Go bow to the fish. Yeah, but he loved it so much. He's kind of been doing it a little bit at school, but this place is like a legit studio. That's pretty cool, and though. so I think he's, he's going to be into it. We went hip-hop dancing once, your son and I. Yeah. When he was taking that class. Well, you should join this jujitsu class. I'm what? too old now. Oh, no, the moves. Bobby These are all fight. like 10-year-olds. I could beat you up. No, no, no. I, whoa, whoa. It's not a challenge. That's I'm what just, we're going into right now. We start I'm just saying. <laughs> Jiu-jitsu is hardcore, man. I'm okay. I box a little bit, so I'm good. Okay. 
But I just get injuries and can't shake them. I've had a shoulder injury now for, I don't know, nine years that I can't get rid of. So Mm -hmm. I'm good on jujitsu. That's really cool. He's found something. Yeah, no, I'm excited. What's your daughter into right now? She's starting tennis. Wow. Yeah. You know, we watched uh, the Serena Williams, Venus and Serena's movie. Mm -hmm. So she's been thinking about tennis ever since then. That's pretty cool. And I'm like, okay. She took lessons a few years ago, but now she's joining the school team. Wow. Right. Yeah, but I mean, we, I don't know what's going to happen. But I love how she just signs up for things. Yeah. Like she's like, she comes home, she's like, I'm joining the soccer team. She's no like, I'm no, gonna no be, fear. That's cool. Yeah, I'm going to be in theater. I'm going to do basketball. I'm going to try volleyball. She has track. She has no previous experience. She just signs up, and I love that about her. That's pretty cool. Well, good luck to them both, especially to Stevenson. Mm-hmm. You're doing jujitsu. It starts at jujitsu, then UFC. I come over to the house, he leg sweeps me immediately. <laughs> I'm like, wait, kid, what's going on here? No, bow to me. Don't leg sweep me. Uh, that's it. Goodbye, friends. 